The North Pole Podcast is brought to you by SantaUpdate.com. Christmas and welcome to another episode of the North Pole Podcast. I'm Al Frank Murr with North Pole Radio News. We have reached that time of year where folks are gearing up for Christmas. All the websites of the North Pole are active, especially SantaTrackers.net, where this year Santa has set the ambitious goal of getting 200 million tracker elves tracking Santa for Santa. With all this activity, Of course comes a flood of questions from elves and fans alike about Santa and the North Pole. And in this episode, we're going to go after the Queen Mother of all questions. How does Santa get around the world in one night? That's the question. Here to help us tackle this question with us is my radio partner and the world's most famous Santa tracker, Elf Crash Murphy Crash. Do you get tired of answering this question? Honestly, Frank, sometimes I do. There are, believe it or not, worse questions out there. Oh, like what? Well, the one about being picked up by Santa and going on a sleigh to the North Pole, Frank. Um, yeah, that's a toughie, but honestly, it's not a question, it's a request, and a lot of kids ask it. Yeah, but there's not a good, happy answer to it. The answer's just plain no, and we have to answer it that way all the time. Yeah, it's actually our next episode crash. Again? Jeez, Frank, didn't we just do that one for the news? I'm just kidding, Crash. We're not going there again on that one. Because you're right, and I can see why you get tired of answering it. But the around the world in one night question doesn't bother me so much. I think it's a good question and that we have been, well, I guess, used to getting it. Yeah, I guess. I just don't like it when a smart-alecky 11-year-old asks it, I guess, Frank. Really, Crash, what difference does it make who asks the questions? Well, by age 11, you should know the answer, Frank. You should know how it all works. I mean, by then, you've got a decade of Christmas experience behind you, at least, and I feel like I need to answer that question by asking a question. What question would you ask? I'd asked if Santa has ever failed to come to your house, and if he hasn't, which in most cases is true, then why question how he does it? But Crash, don't you think it's just a matter of natural curiosity to experience the magic and wonder every year for a decade only to ask how Santa does it? Well, it wasn't that way for me when I was a kid. When I was a kid, I wrote letters to Santa, I hung my stocking, and I'd beat up another kid if he tried to tell me there was no Santa Claus. Well, don't say that, Crash. Well, it's true, Frank. When I was 11 years old, I was a pretty fierce Santa defender. I didn't suffer any fools dumb enough to say there was no way Santa can get around the world in one night. Well, don't hit me, Crash, but how would you know, then, how Santa did it? Frank, I could pound on you all day with hammers and rocks, and I wouldn't improve a thing. Just answer the question, Crash. Well, the truth is, I didn't know how he didn't, and I didn't care, Frank. I just know he did it, and I was excited to go through it all every Christmas. 
You never questioned? Well, no, not until I was about twelve or so. What happened when you were twelve? Well, I was in school, and I had a science teacher who posed a question to our class. He wanted to know how many thought there really was a Santa Claus, and if there was, how did it get to billions of people in one night? Half the class said there wasn't, and he couldn't, and the other half said he did, and he could. So the teacher asked to see the math to prove the theory either way. You mean each side of the question had to use math to prove their theory? That's right, and the mind of the teacher doing math could decide the question either way. Well, that sounds like a really creative teacher to me, Crash. Well, I don't know about that, Frank. I didn't know it then, and I'm not too sure of it now. Why is that? Well, because I suck at math, Frank. So you're telling me that just because someone wants to have a simple, logical answer that is provable through science, you wouldn't take on the question? Not really, Frank. I think the question doesn't have to be answered at all, that's all. Why not? Well, because we have the evidence of his reality. There's gifts under the tree, stuff in the stocking, cookie crumbs on the floor, reindeer hoof prints out in the yard. It happens like clockwork every Christmas morning, Frank. We don't have to do any math. We have physical proof, and we have eyes and brains, Frank. Well, you know the answer to that argument, Crash. People will say that someone else did all that stuff. They say that no matter what, Frank. I've seen people set up cameras and recording devices. I've seen people see the actual hoof prints of the reindeer in the snow or the mud at their house and say that someone went to all the trouble of faking that evidence. And I'm tired of that, Frank. Okay, I get that, but you realize we get this question mostly from kids who have been teased or bullied for their belief in Santa Claus. Yes, that's true, Frank. I call them trubies. These are kids who believe in Santa no matter what, but they pay a price for that belief or for even expressing that belief. They're called silly or names that aren't very nice just because they have no problem with Santa Claus. So what do you say to those kids, Crash? Well, I tell them the truth, Frank. That's why I call them trubies. I tell them that when I was their age, I always believed in Santa no matter what someone else said. I tell them that belief is a form of proof. What does that mean, Crash? It means you can believe what you want to believe for whatever reason you want to believe it, Frank. And that's about everything, not just Santa Claus. Well, that's deep water, Crash. It takes us completely away from the question and the simple answers to it. How does Santa get around the world in one night? Well, you're right. We need to keep this simple. And honestly, it is simple. Explain the simplicity of it all, Crash. Okay, let's talk about what we know. That's what SantaUpdate.com is all about. Santa set it up to answer the big questions, and this is the big one. The devil's in the details, Frank. What do you mean? Well, let's start with Santa's sleigh. Okay. Billions of people around the world track Santa. You do it, I do it, millions of tracker elves do it, governments around the world do it, military units do it, air traffic controllers do it, even casual fans of Santa do it. We're talking billions and billions of people in every country on every continent, Frank. Yeah, well, so what? That doesn't prove anything. Well, does it make sense that billions of people would track something or someone that wasn't there? No, it does not. But it does not prove something is there, Crash. We're talking evidence. The International Space Station isn't evidence, Frank. Santa rockets up there, knocks on the door, and they answer it. They see him. They take the stuff from him right there in zero gravity. Have you seen that? Have you been in zero gravity and watched this thing happen? Well, no. Why? Well, if you didn't see it, then it didn't happen. Oh, come on, Frank. We have the witnesses of the people on that space station, Frank. 
Maybe they're fibbing. Why would they do that? I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm surprised at you, Frank. You, the famous face and voice of North Pole Radio News. The same guy who interviews dozens of eyewitnesses of Santa in the skies every Christmas Eve is suddenly a skeptic? No, I'm just plain devil's advocate here, Crash. Devil's advocate? You're on the side of the devil now? It's an expression, Crash. It just means questioning the status quo. Well, Frank, the status quo is that billions of people believe in Santa. They write letters, hang stockings, sing carols, make cookies, and look to the skies every Christmas Eve. They believe without seeing anything, preferring their visions of sugar plums and their bedtime warnings than to doubt for one second that Santa is real. Crash, why do you think believers out there ask this question then? Well, because they want to explain it to non-believers, I guess. That's right. So what do you say to them? Well, me, personally? Well, don't get me wrong, Frank, and don't get mad at me. But... What the heck with them, Frank? They can eat cold cereal and go to bed early and wake up with nothing, for all I care. They can miss out on tracking Santa and getting new jammies on Christmas Eve and leaving Santa a note and listening for the reindeer on the roof. They can just go sleep and just sleep in because Christmas is going to be a big, fat nothing for them. There you go, Crash. Well said. Santa's coming, folks. You either get on that train or you don't. From North Pole Radio News, I'm L. Frank Murr reporting for SantaUpdate.com on the Kringle Radio Network and thanking you for listening to the North Pole Podcast. Join us on our next episode of the North Pole Podcast where we will tell you what happens to those who don't believe. Are you serious, Frank? No, I'm kidding, Crash. We'd never do that. You're a ding-dong, Frank. That would be a really good episode.